0: everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today I want to talk to you about daily success. Now I'm going to throw out a whole bunch of things that I've experimented with over the years and what I use right now on a daily basis to get the best out of myself, ensure I'm growing also getting the best outcomes uh, for the day, appreciating the fact that you're not going to resonate with everything that I say, I guess the key here is about what you do to come up with what works for you. And so I'm just going to throw out a bunch of ideas and then I'll say the ones that I've found have worked and haven't worked. And, uh, by the end of this, I want you to come up with what are the keys that you can implement that maybe you're not doing right now that can take you to an extra level of productivity through the day. I think that's the key, isn't it? If you're continuing to progress, if you're continuing to grow, if you are continuing to achieve the outcomes that you want to achieve every single day, then isn't that what we're here to do, progress. Progress is the key to our success. So where I find that I'm performing at my absolute best is to make sure that every single day, I have my day scheduled. And that begins with with what are the outcomes that I want to achieve for today? What are the outcomes I want to achieve for tomorrow? And when I perform best, it's when I set myself up to do that the night before. Not waking up and doing it in the start of the day, but the night before. And saying, okay, the keys for me to succeed are, these are the outcomes. And coming up with not more than three, maximum four, for the day. I'm not talking about, you know, put the washing out, do the gardening, do that kind of stuff. I'm talking about bigger outcomes that you want to achieve. Because when you focus on the bigger outcome, you're getting more done, aren't you? Because you're focusing on doing something bigger. If one of your outcomes is to, I don't know, put the milk in the fridge, then for some people that might be a, something big for them if they've got... Uh, you know certain issues, but for you, that's going to be fairly insignificant. So, what if you set something more substantial for you? So, for instance, it might be uh, like for one of the things that I want to achieve for myself for today. Even though it's a public holiday, I'm working, and I'm just just returned back from the gym from doing a, a session on my knee. But one of my outcomes today is to come up with a complete list of the updates that I want to do for one of my websites. That's one of my outcomes for today. It's been sitting there in the background. I want to go through each page of my website, all the different links, and say, okay, where are there some issues? Okay, Identifying those. Another one is is to do some strategic work on my website and say, Okay, is it serving the purpose that I want to achieve right now? Do I want to make some fundamental changes to simplify it, to make it work more efficiently? So that's an outcome for me to achieve today. Some other outcomes that might be important for you might be a marketing campaign. Okay, what's the new marketing campaign that you want to create today? And, and maybe one of the outcomes is coming up with three or four different marketing campaigns that you want to implement over the coming three or four weeks. Another outcome might be, okay, delegating that piece of work to your team with clear instruction as to what it is that you want to achieve. Another outcome might be, Uh, making sure that you've scheduled out your whole day and you're sticking to that schedule. Because when you start scheduling for the first time and you're scheduling every 15 minutes of your day, then you're not good at it straight away. First of all, you might find that uh, you start off well, but you find that your schedule it gets pushed out you know there's one thing that you've got scheduled and it's like oh yeah look i've almost finished that so i'll keep working on that and before you know it 15 minutes half an hour has gone by and you haven't you haven't finished it and you're also now chewing into the time that you blocked out for that next next schedule and so you might find that by the end of the day you've you've missed things altogether. Uh, So maybe a good outcome for you is to schedule things and make sure that you are sticking to that schedule. That might sound really, really silly, but we're not good at scheduling when we first do it. There's a real art to it, making sure that you, I don't know, I always allow an extra 25%, sometimes even 50%, depending on the project perhaps that I'm working on, extra buffer time because stuff happens. You know there might be some interruptions for various reasons, or tasks just take longer than you expect. Because, say for instance, the website work that I'm doing today, it might unveil something completely different. You know, something bigger than I thought. Oh wow, well, I didn't think that there was an issue there. Oh, that's just set my my brainwaves off in another direction. I need to spend some time on that. Now the the art becomes. Yes, I can see that. That's going to take me an extra hour. Let me schedule another time for that. So it really is quite an art to be able to, you know, schedule the things, allow the right time, and have the discipline to when you need to stop and move on to something else. You do that, and it, but don't just stop it. Like say, okay, yep, yeah, I'm not going to have enough time here. I need to make some more time. Let me reschedule that time now and having a look at the, the rest of your week, tomorrow, etc. Ideally, do it tomorrow and uh, come back to it then. Another aspect could be, you know, looking at the, the various products and services, if it, like, assuming that you run a business and say, when was the last time that you came up with um, a new product, a new service? You should be doing this uh, a number of times through the year. So, okay, how can, I, how can I keep evolving what it is that I do? How can I keep adding a new product, adding a new service to my service offering? Uh, I think your, your clients appreciate it uh, to some extent, depending on who they are. They expect it. And It also keeps you growing because if you stand still, if you keep doing the same thing all the time, offering the same thing with no variety, then people get bored with it. Somebody else comes along, a competitor, and says, oh yeah, they're doing what you're doing and they're also doing this now. So, oh, I like the sound of that. I'm going to go there to do that. One of the, the things that uh, my, um, the public gym that, that I go to is, is doing at the moment uh, it 's quite weird uh they 're going through a process like during COVID of all times and putting in a series of saunas now i haven 't haven 't seen them yet uh they're they 're probably going to go in in the, in the coming weeks but because of the the nature of the of the gym and the type of clientele there, I just think it 's a pretty poor decision now, like it 's like okay let 's put in a pool. The people that go to that gym are not likely to use a pool. Now, is it going to attract people if there was a pool? Uh, Maybe. Maybe it would. But close by, there's a facility that is set up with a full aquatic center and that kind of stuff, so it makes sense for them. They're not looking for the type of clientele that would go to this particular gym. Now, when it comes to saunas, you think, well... I just don't know that that's a good fit for their brand and their their image and stuff. And I I don't think it's going to add uh, too much extra value for uh, the clients. I mean, I've got my own sauna and certainly in this COVID environment, I don't want to be hopping into a sauna with other sweaty people in a closed environment where, uh, you know, the hygiene habits of many of the the gym goers is questionable. Um, So I don't know that that's a good decision, but the the point is going through a process and doing this strategic work uh, can be a really important uh, process for you and that may be a particular outcome that you want to to come up with today it's uh, coincidentally one of the outcomes for me today to spend 30 minutes doing some strategic thinking about new products new services Uh, the marketing campaigns that I'm going to put in place over this next four-week period. It's the start of the year. January is normally quieter uh, in the fitness industry. In my hometown, it's hotter. Uh, People are in holiday mode. It's not a high priority for them. But come the end of January, moving into February, that's the time when the kids are going back to school, people are getting back into more of the rhythm of normal life, if you like. And that's the time when people are looking for things. So uh, just streamlining what it is that I'm going to be uh, doing over this next four uh, four weeks in terms of marketing is a really important outcome for me today. So the, the outcomes are really, really important, okay? Because that drives your thinking, it drives your action. Where I have found in the past that I fail... To get the most out of myself is that I will I will do this from time to time, but I won't do it consistently. And I don't do it consistently because I'm not scheduling my outcomes. I think it's two different things. You come up with what your outcomes are that you want to achieve, then you say, okay, so I need to schedule those. Now today, I might come up with a whole range of things that can't be done today, can't be done tomorrow, won't be done the next day. They're going to take an extended period of time. So then I'll need to go through a process of working out, okay, what, what can I be delegating here? What do I need to do myself? What's the timeline for these? Ranking them in order of priority because we can often get distracted by the next shiny object where it's like, hang on a second, that's going to be a time waster now. I can either delegate that or I can wait. These are the things that I need to get done right now. So for instance, uh, over the past eight weeks, I've had some massive problems with my websites and uh, they've been very unstable and I've not known why that is. And so I went back to uh, my support people that were, were looking after this for me and their explanations as to what was going on just... Weren't satisfactory to me. So I've gone through a process to uh, shift all the management of my websites over to another team and I haven't had a problem since. Okay, they've been very, very stable. So I've wasted a lot of time in having to check all my key websites every single day to see are they working properly? Are they stable? Uh, because it, it just didn't make sense what was going on before. So when it comes to uh, digging deeper within my websites, it may just spiral off uh, a whole other area of work that I can't just get done today. So I need to work out uh, you know, how I go about breaking it down into pieces, bite-sized pieces to say, okay, well, When this is done, it's going to be great, but I can't do it all right now. So let's prioritise the big things first. So I had to drop a bunch of things to focus on my websites to say, okay, let's get it fixed. Right, this is still not working. I now need to find another team. And that process in itself is like finding a new staff member. That takes some time. And to then, once you've made that decision transitioning the things over to that that new team uh, is is not a straightforward, quick, simple process. Uh, So where I've let myself down in the past is be completely distracted by that work, let everything else slide by and not be scheduling things on a daily basis to make sure that, okay, well, I'll work on this for this period of time, but then that stops and now I've got to work on this uh, this next element, because you can find that you get caught up in the busyness of just busy, and just the day-to-day things, and not the strategic work, not the things that are growing you and progressing you. Uh, another area where I have not been great at in the past is delegation, and I think there is an art to this as well, and uh, not just delegating everything for the sake of saying you've delegated, but working out who is best to do certain things just like i said with my website right then i i thought that my my international team were more than capable of doing the work and they've done a good job for quite some time but something has happened maybe they've shifted their focus and you know dropped the ball somewhere which is having an impact on what it is that i need to get done so delegation has not been a strength of mine in the past, but I get better at it day by day. Another area where I just touched on uh, previously when it comes to working out your outcomes is not being distracted by something because it looks sexy. You know, you've got to get the boring things done, uh, but you've also got to create new opportunities for yourself as well. Uh, New products, new services, as I mentioned. And... Uh, making sure that you are conscious of doing those things rather than, oh, well, it's the start of the year. Let's see what new services and products that we can be adding. You should be having a process all year through. apologies. Thanks, Siri. You should be having a process all year through where you're focusing on thinking about new things that you can be doing, new products, new services. Super important. One of the things that I've tried in the past is a lot of different planning systems for, uh, you know, tracking what it is that I'm doing, uh, like project uh, project stuff. I remember I used to use uh, Microsoft Project, I think it was called. I've used that. I've used Excel spreadsheets. I've used pieces of paper. I've used Post-it notes. I've used to-do lists. I've used uh, the to-do fun- function in uh, or in, Lotus Notes. I don't even know if that still exists. Uh, I now use some task options in a Google Calendar as well. Uh, looking at new uh, new software from new apps from time to time to see how can I better uh, you know plan my time etc. I've used uh, Tony Robbins' uh, planning planning system. I've uh, had a look at Brendan Burchard's uh, planning system as well. And uh, I guess the reality is I don't use any one system. I use uh, the key parts that work for me. Um, like one of the, the key parts of Tony Robbins' systems is, is looking at your the, the daily outcomes. Now, he has, has quite a, a complicated, um, well, it's almost like a matrix. It's a handwritten one, uh, working out what are the outcomes that you, you want to achieve for today. And it, uh, it all filters back to kind of your life plan, the goals that you want to achieve. Um, I went through the whole thing in detail. It takes days, really, hours and hours of work to set yourself up for success uh, with this, this process. Uh, now, what I do now is I like the idea of the, uh, the daily outcomes and breaking those down into uh, manageable chunks that you can then schedule. Uh, That works for me. The to-do list and the post-it notes and stuff, I use that for a period of time too. And I'd find that, oh yeah, that works. But the the key missing part there was I didn't schedule it. Okay, so that didn't work for me. Um, Scheduling works. So I go from outcomes. I love Sundays, planning my week out in Sundays and saying, okay, if I had a look at the entire week and I got to this time next week, what would I be really proud of myself in achieving in terms of outcomes over this next week? And when you do that for the first time, you'll set yourself up and say, all right, these are the things that I want to achieve. The next time you do it, you'll probably stretch yourself a little bit more. And as you become more successful, you get more outcomes done, you set your challenge a little bit higher. And you say, well, actually, no, I want to do this now. I want to form a relationship with this celebrity This highly successful person. Uh, You know, I want to start the podcast. Uh, You know, maybe that's been an outcome for you for quite some time. And by the end of next week, you say, I want to have seven podcasts recorded because you are going to do, just like I do, do a daily podcast. It might be that uh, by this time next week, you want to come up with four new products or services that you want to implement over the next month. maybe that 's too much for you maybe it 's over the next uh, two months, maybe it 's the next quarter, maybe it 's the next six months, uh, whatever it is, but you 've come up with the ideas and uh, a process for implementation. maybe that 's something that you you want to achieve. The idea is that you keep continuing to stretch yourself and you're only going to do that if you have a process of the strategic thinking, the planning and uh, taking those outcomes then to say, okay, these aren't just going to be fanciful things. So like my book, it took me really three years to get around to taking 12 weeks to writing it. In other words, I kept talking about, yep, I'm writing a book, I'm writing a book, I'm writing a book. And then one day I said, stop talking about the fact that you're writing a book and write the damn thing. And set a time frame for myself of, uh, I think at the time I said uh, either 10 or 12 weeks. It took a a few weeks longer because the book ended up becoming bigger. Uh, But I, I made that commitment to myself. And then each week, I would say, okay, I want to be writing this much of the book. And then I scheduled every day, at least an hour to 90 minutes, where would, I would write the book. I would work on it. And that created momentum. But until I scheduled it, it didn't get done. So for me, very much scheduling it is important and then obviously sticking to it. Really, really important. And just the to-do list on my desk, which was, oh yeah, look, I've done that first one. I'd put like four things. Uh, My first trap to start with was to put too many things on there and I wouldn't get them all done. Sometimes I'd have 12 things on there and I'd get six done. Sometimes I might get 12 done. When I changed it to, okay, let's think about three, maximum four bigger outcomes that you want to achieve today. Sometimes there might only be one outcome. For instance, there was some days recently where I said, all right, by the end of today, I want the websites working. I want them to be stable. I want them to be all up and running. My four key websites were all down at the same time, and my support people could not provide any explanation. They just kept saying, it'll be done by the end of today. And that went on for a couple of weeks. Very frustrating. Wasted so much of my time. But... Or on some days the outcome was let's just get this thing done or let's find a team that I can get this over to because um, when it comes to your websites and you're migrating from one provider to another, like if you're uncertain as to the relationship uh, because it's maybe it's gone sour or you just have no understanding as to why things aren't right and people you know are not necessarily going to tell you the truth, so you kind of have to. I don't know. It's almost like working working in secret, where you've got to get one team building your websites and you know migrating backup files across, if you can access the backup files, getting it stable first before you switch off um, the other one. So that that's what I I was doing, and that took um, I don't know that took a week or two to get that right before we could say, yep, they're good to go. All right, switch off the other one. Uh, so. You know, the the things that you want to achieve on a daily basis uh, don't come up with a a huge list of big outcomes that you want to achieve every day because you won't get them done. And that will just wear you down. And that was the other thing that I was finding that was actually hindering me building momentum. Setting the goal too high as to the things I wanted to achieve in a day, getting to the end of the day, not achieving them all and saying, oh, well, geez, well, I'll just stop doing that. Over time, it wears you down. You say, oh, I won't bother working out what my outcomes are. I'll just get up and I'll start working on something today and we'll see how we go. The problem with that approach is that it slows down your progress. And so I found that, and this is just the way that I work. I can't work on uh, too many projects at once. I would rather work on one project, get it done, and then start the next one. That's how I get more done in the long term, as opposed to, all right, I'll work on this now. All right, I'll stop that now, I'll work on this one. I'll stop that now, I'll work on this one. So I think, for instance, when I was writing my book, uh, the emphasis was any extra time that I have each day, just write the book, just write the book, get it done. Then once I'd written that, it was then the online program. Now, I could have worked on both at the same time, but I thought, no, I'll get the book right and then the online program will fall out of that. Now my online program actually ended up being a whole heap of more work than I expected because it just became bigger and bigger. And I made it a 60-day program and I needed to double the number of actions that I had compared to the book uh, just because there was more more things to cover uh, each day. So... I didn't focus on anything other than the online program for a period of time and uh, you know, then blocked out time where I went away and just focused on it. So I went into state, I went up to Sydney and uh, I stayed somewhere for oh, I think four or five nights and every day from pretty much dawn until midnight, I was just writing, recording and getting the work done. And it really pushed me, but it was a great process, a really great process. So you've got to block out that focus time from time to time for bigger projects. Now, you might be able to work in a different way. You might have a bigger team than me, and this is the power of having a team around you. Uh, I have a small team around me. Um, they're based internationally, or some locally, uh, the bigger your team, the more you can get done, particularly if they're a reliable team. And I think another key aspect in your planning is to work out, all right, should you be growing at a greater rate? Should you be going more all in? Should you be creating a bigger, better team around you? Who can that team be? In this, you know, the past two years of COVID, we've learned that we don't have to have people coming to our office to get things done most of the people that i work with are based internationally and so it's just a around finding the right people to do certain tasks for you to help you progress things more quickly and so i know that there's always a temptation to oh no i'll just hold this onto my, uh, onto my uh for myself but when you allow that to release then uh, you can find that you can use your talents to a greater, uh, you know, a greater good. One of the, the areas where I spend uh, a lot of time is on the social media side of things, and it frustrates me to some extent because I enjoy the content that that I'm creating and posting, but it also takes me a lot of time. So for me, uh, over the next few days, a part of my outcomes are to work out what parts of this can i delegate to my team because i have all the content but it's about how do we how do we consistently uh you know post information that gives a a sense of uh it's me without me having to perhaps write it all or post absolutely everything uh because it can take uh, hours a day for me to you know create the content and i've stepped up my social media uh, postings over the the last twelve months to make them a way more professional uh more video content um, stronger messaging and you know posting somewhere between three to five or more uh posts on uh, Facebook and Instagram LinkedIn a day uh, just to have more of a presence uh, out there and it takes time to do those things. Uh, Now, finally, the the last aspect I will talk about in terms of your daily process, and this is an area where I'm going to be scheduling some time every day, is around building relationships. And um, there are various ways to do that. But again, I think if you don't schedule it, you don't do it. And you just think, oh yeah, I've got to build that relationship. And part of it could be uh, just spending... Take 10, 15 minutes going through Facebook and finding those people that you, you want to build relationships with, commenting on their posts, liking their posts, uh, whether it be on Instagram, whether it be on social media, uh, uh, or, you know LinkedIn, uh, whatever it is, and building those relationships. Now, the other aspect I want to mention is about maintaining relationships. This is an area where I'm quite good at. But, where I want to improve more is all the guests that I have on the mental toughness and body show uh maintaining and, and nurturing those relationships uh way better this year than I have in the last the last year um so you know I have celebrities on there, I have um, really important people on there that maybe not a less celebrities but highly highly successful people that i I thank them for being on the show. Um, I send them links uh, to them, uh, you know, and tag them and do all that kind of stuff. But what I haven't been good at in the past is then continuing to nurture that, that relationship. And if I take a step back, I think, hmm, if I was that person, it kind of looks like maybe you've taken advantage of them. You've just wanted them to be on your show and now you've kind of just, uh, you know, ditched them. And that doesn't feel good to me. That's not That's not who I am. And I guess I haven't thought about nurturing and building that relationship further beyond um, you know having them be on a podcast and and so forth and so that's an area where I want to improve uh, a lot on and the only way it gets uh, you know I improve on it I have to relate it to how I build my body and look after my health and do other things that are successful in my business and that is they've got to be daily they've got to be scheduled like all my workouts are scheduled My meals are scheduled, they're not in my calendar, but they're scheduled in my head because I know that, all right, it's this time I need to eat, and now I need to eat every two to three hours thereafter. Oh, it's Tuesday, that's not today, tomorrow's Tuesday, but tomorrow's Tuesday, and I know that I need to do my chest workout tomorrow, I know I need to do it at this time in the morning between clients, that's when I'm I'm freshest, that's the best time for me to do it and set me up for success for the day, so I get it done. The relationships is the same. If it's not scheduled, you won't do it. You don't get it done. You don't grow. You don't progress. You don't become more successful in that area. So I know I've mentioned a whole bunch of different things here. The key for me is, in summary, determining my outcomes for the day, setting up uh, time on Sunday to plan out the outcomes for the week, and then the night before, looking at, okay, these are the outcomes that I want to achieve for the week, When am I going to work on this one? What am I going to work on tomorrow? All right, I'm going to work on this and I'm going to work on this one thing. I'm going to work on these three things. When am I going to schedule them? Then I block in the time in my schedule, making sure that I've got time for family, making sure that I've got time for myself. Um, I'll have rest and recover time in my calendar for 15 minutes just to give me a break between say um, some some project work, uh, some client time, just to give me some time to do whatever. And that's just to, you know, like go to the toilet. Maybe it's, uh, you know, doing some stuff around, around the home or the office or whatever, or just having to lie down on the couch or the floor and just taking a 10-minute a nap. I schedule all those things in so that I'm fresh. So scheduling is the first step. The next, well, we've got outcomes, we've got the you know, scheduling them. And then we've got the sticking to the schedule. Managing your time in sticking to the schedule, really important. Making sure that you schedule some strategic thinking time in there. Making sure that you're scheduling time for relationship building. Making sure that you're scheduling time in there for your health and your wellness, your family, time with your partner. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, I'm single, but... um scheduling that romantic time in with your your partner. Well, to put it bluntly, if you need to schedule the times and days that you're going to have sex with your partner, then schedule it. Schedule it. You know, make it a priority because until you start to make the things that you want to grow a priority and you schedule them in your calendar, they don't become part of your life. And scheduling is one thing, sticking to the schedule is the gold in it okay finding the tools to manage all this is also another thing i've mentioned a whole range of different planning systems that i've tried and systems and apps that i've used in the past what i use now is google calendar that's been consistent for me for years now uh, my, my schedule on my it's on my phone it's on my my uh, ipad it's on my uh, macbook it's on my desktop doesn't matter where I am, they're all updated. I could update something in the phone now and it automatically updates everywhere. That's how I manage my life. I use different colours in my Google Calendar so that I know, okay, well, these... So, for instance, all my client coaching sessions, they're like a, uh, like a greeny colour, a light green colour. Uh, tasks that I need to be... And project worked and everything in my calendar is all red. My workouts are normally... Uh, purple in my calendar. Uh, Things for the kids are normally yellow. You know, just coming up with a system that works for you so that at a glance you can say, bang, okay, that's what I need to be doing right now. Okay? The kids' things that they need to do, uh, they're in a light blue colour. might sound overly simplistic or complicated depending on your thinking style, but that's really important to me. Another aspect that I've uh, used with uh, Google Calendar, I did a, a podcast on this a little while ago, Google Calendar is improving all the time and I'm really looking forward to the Google Assistant becoming more automated so that I can just set the Google Assistant up and say, hey Google Assistant, can you uh, please call every appointment today to confirm that it's okay, uh, you know, to confirm that they're still coming. And that it will be the Google Assistant calling with a, a normal human voice, calling to say, Hey Rob, you've got a, an appointment booked in at 9.30am this morning. Just uh, wanted to check uh, that you were going to come and you're all okay. Now, it can be talking to a person and they say, Oh, no, I can't. I've got to reschedule. And then the Google Assistant, you can set them up to say that uh, they've got control to book it somewhere else. And it just gets done automatically by the Google Assistant. I'm looking forward to the day that that happens. If you want to know what I'm talking about, go to YouTube and just search for Google Assistant hairdresser appointment or hairdresser, something like that. And you can hear exactly how the interaction works. It's amazing. We're just not there yet with it. And so I think that will save me a bunch of time. It will be a great little planning tool. And then, so the other thing that I've played around with recently is um, uh, on your, in Google Calendar, you've got things like tasks and you've got, um, you can set a a task in your calendar, you can set up events and you can also set up goals. Now, the goal one is a really cool one because uh, it's like the Google Assistant. Google is very intuitive as to where it wants to, where it will put what it is that you, you want to work on. So, for instance, if you set, but um, I'll use the example that I have uh, I'll put in mind. I set up a goal for reading, to set up a, a, a goal for me to read 15 minutes every single day. And you can set some parameters and say, do you want it to be in the morning, the afternoon, or the evening? And you block out the 15 minutes, and then you say, yep, that's what I want to do. You give permission for the Google Calendar to place it wherever. And then just like a click of the fingers, just like magic, it will schedule the time. It goes through and looks through your calendar and says, oh, okay, I can see that there's a a gap of at least 15 minutes here. Bang, I'm going to put that reading time in here, in here, in here. And it could be different times at different days. If you say like the morning, it could be, and you set some parameters for like from 5 a.m., something like that, and it'll just schedule it. And you don't have to go in every day and say, okay, I want to read on this time, this day, or this time, this day. It just does it automatically. Now, you can set up other goals for you, whether it be an exercise goal, walking, whatever. Set it up as a goal, and the calendar will automatically do it for you. Now, of course, the art then becomes sticking to that schedule again. Okay? But again, find the tools that work for you. I find that the Google Calendar really works well for me. It's It's really... Are really gold. Planning, really important. Scheduling, how you get your daily stuff done is super, super important. Otherwise, you'll find that you just get lost in the mayhem of busy and you don't progress your life. So if you want to connect with me, you can go to the thementaltoughnessandbodyshow.com, opt in for that free consultation. I'd love to connect with you. Stay safe, stay healthy. See you tomorrow.